Welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show that I bring to you every Saturday right here at Comic Storian. It's aired live at twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, and then it's uploaded to our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicstorian. If you want to support endeavors such as the Comics Experiment or our other show, Conspiracy Cast, or watch things like CTV, then consider joining us live at twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster or joining us over at patreon.com slash comicstorian and supporting us in these Endeavors. Today's episode is also brought to you by our sponsor of the day, forhims.com. A wonderful, a wonderful, a wonderful website you can go to for <laughs> hair, skin, and sexual. sexual wa- Why am I freaking? We've done this thing. This- uh, yeah, this is like our most frequent one, and you're having a. Yeah, no, I, I get them in the mail and everything. Forhims.com if you want to get some help with your hair, with skincare, and sexual wellness. There, now I remember how I do it. <laughs> Go check them out, and I'll be talking to you about that in the middle of today's episode. But um, I do want to say real quick, for anybody who missed last week's episode because it didn't get uploaded, um, once in a while, an episode does not come as we plan, guys. Uh, it, it wasn't as enjoyable. It wasn't fun. And we don't release those episodes. All of the raw footage does get uploaded to our patreon.com slash comicstorian page. But w- whenever it goes to our YouTube, I do like it to be our best foot forward. So if it's a bad mm-hmm. episode, I don't like uploading it over here. Normally, when that happens, we just film another episode. But since I was in LA last week, we couldn't film the backup episode. Hence mm-hmm. why there was no episode last Saturday. There was a bit of confusion because I said mm-hmm. we were releasing it only to Patreon. And everyone's like, why are you doing that? Guys, if you watch it on Patreon, you'll see at about the number five marker on our list, it just went in a complete down spiral. Yeah. We didn't like it. It was <laughs> So, today is going to be one of our few topical episodes. And my guests of the day are going to be Dan... Uh, he's the producer here at Comic Storian and Eligible Monster Productions. And Gary, our uh, resident family guy, also known as our camera guy. Yes. <laughs> and the reason for that is simple. DC's Walmart comic book controversy I want to talk about and the recent uh, controversies that DC's been getting hit with recently. Um, and I wanted to talk to two people. Gary, who reads no comics, and Dan, who is a new reader, and me as your old-time reader. So I wanted to get the three different opinions because this topic is an interesting one. It, it, it mm-hmm. involves today's more PC culture. It involves a lot more of the uh, everyone has a voice argument. And it also involves the uh, what is too much argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this discussion I don't expect to last super long. So I thought it would be super fun to give you guys like a 15 to 20 minute discussion about our topic. We'll go longer if needed. We're not going to cut it off. But then we're going to give you guys a special episode today. You see, what a lot of you don't know is every Monday over at twitch.tv slash monster, we've been filming a show called Conspiracy Cast for about six months now. And then goes to our Patreon, and about two to three weeks later, I upload it to my personal uh, channel where I just kind of upload all the extra content we have. Eventually people get to see it, that kind of a thing. It's a conspiracy show where we talk about conspiracies. So since I don't expect this topic to go for a total time of 45 minutes to an hour like our normal episodes, I thought it would be fun if we gave you guys a special episode of the Conspiracy Cast. So once we're done talking about this comic here, I'll eventually stop rambling. Once we're done talking about this comic here, we're going to go into the topic of Area 51. And I'll explain a little bit more about Conspiracy Cast when we enter that area. And if you do want to get more Conspiracy Cast, you can go check out my private channel or check out our Patreon. So... I've already talked a ton, but should I just explain the comic now? Explain the comic. Go for it. Yeah, go <laughs> for it. jump in. Okay. So, here's what, here's what has happened, guys. These have been comic books that have been released at DC. DC has been released into Walmart for quite some time now. 
Rob and I discussed when they first came out, we both feel these are great. I know the comic book stores are don't like them because they can't get their hands on these to sell, mm -hmm. but I feel, and Rob agreed with me, that this is getting into a broader audience. This is intended for your Walmart shopper. The idea behind these books is that you can, see it says right here, you got a story about Superman, you got Batman, you got Robin, you got Green Arrow, you got Green Lantern, you got Superboy, all in this book. The idea behind this is you get four action-packed adventures for the price of, what did we pay for this? Because we had to go buy this. $4.99, you get four comics. Um, unique, wow. exclusive stories yeah. you can get nowhere else mm -hmm. uh, at Walmart. And so the idea would be then I would go, oh, I really like Batman. I want to go read more Batman. Mm -hmm. They normally get a lot of their big writers to do stuff in here. And Tom King wrote a story in this issue. Now, it's, it's hitting a ton of controversial subjects right now, though. See, the problem is Tom King's story is the death of Lois Lane. If you want to interject here. Yes, it's, it's, and, it's, yes and no. Well, the name of the story is The Thousand Deaths of Lois Lane. I know, but <laughs> it's so, not like her actually dying. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So, um, the story's idea is that Superman is on a foreign planet, mm -hmm. and he can't get a hold of Lois. He tried to call her. She couldn't answer the phone at the exact time. It's then 12 pages of him worrying about the worst of things. Yeah. What, what could have happened? Could the Joker have gotten her? Could, uh, what was the, it was the Toy Man. Could Toy Man There were so her many out? people. Lex Luthor. Yeah, and, and he pictures 12 pages of Lois dying. Um, the worst of, of these, uh, in my opinion, is the first page where she's just splayed out, shot in the head. I don't know if you can see this. Hmm, let me see it. I want to see the detail. It's a bloody forehead okay. and things. Like, it's very evident what happened, but we don't see the hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, this, now this, of course, has led to a controversy. Mm -hmm. in, in which everyone, controversy for you UK viewers. Mm -hmm. um, I, know, I know that confusion. I actually remember uh, Total Biscuit uh, discussing contra controversy versus con uh, controversy mm -hmm. as a term. Um, I remember that a long time ago. But anyway, uh, it's led to a lot of people saying... Yeah. Why is this in this book? Mm -hmm. Right. People aren't arguing against the, uh, the, the concept of Lois Lane dying and the way Tom King tells the story, as far as I can tell. But what they are arguing is, why is this in a Walmart book? People are tweeting out that, they, that this is a 12-page snuff film of Lois Lane's death. Um, and they normally read these books with their children, but now they won't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Which gets everyone caught up as to what it is. So... Gary, I'm going to start with you, actually, because yeah. mm -hmm. you haven't get to join us very much. Gary, for those guys who don't know, is our camera guy. He handles a lot of things here with us I on need the to set. He builds these sets. Um, and he Where is, is the only one here uh, who has a wife story. and kid at this point. Okay. So how do you feel about this kind of a topic, Gary? Uh, way well, past it. I'm it, way past it. It's like it. literally the first couple pages. Okay. If you want to read it for a second, Dan can interject with his ideas. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Talk, Dan. Um, honestly, I... Well, let, before I go into this, let me ask you. If you read this in a normal Superman comic, what would you think? Would you think out of place or would you think, okay, this is a normal Superman comic? I would have thought it would be a normal Superman comic. The story itself, I thought was a good story. Because yeah. you always think of Superman as the family man. Mm -hmm. So the idea that if he can't get a hold of his loved one and he stays in there at some point, it's been four hours since our yeah. scheduled time to talk, his mind's going to start racing. You, like, regardless of the situation, if you're worrying about someone, you worry about the worst of what's going to happen. But when you described what this book is, I think that kind of speaks for itself of the purpose of this is to give people the characters so that they might go and get the actual comics. Yeah. So if you want them to actually get the comics, you have to give them what they would be getting. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
yes, I can see maybe some people being like, oh, it's a little too much. A lot of people that I read were like, well, she's getting tortured on every page. And it's like, I, I wouldn't really say that. I no. would say this is just someone's mind racing of these are the kind of things that a superhero would worry about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that's actually, that's a really good point because Superman's seen it all. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. done it all. He's he been through it all. He has all these villains you know, that and, he worries about. And that about. you cannot tell me that just because he's the Man of Steel that those things don't affect him. Mm-hmm. And that they don't especially affect uh, what he thinks about the safety of his family, his loved ones. That he's in this constant worry that his enemies are going to come after his family mm-hmm. in order to I get I felt this was a superhumanizing yeah. story for Superman. Exactly. Which, yeah. is, a, which exactly. is a challenge for a lot of writers. For yes. Superman. Yeah. Now, I, I think visually I can understand some of the, some of the concern. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it should have been blown out of proportion like this at all. Yeah. I, based on what I saw, that was more of a, okay, DC, maybe you could have had a little more restraint, but I wouldn't consider this a controversy right? Like at all. I mean, I've, I've seen worse things in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You know? I mean, I have. <laughs> and so, uh, no, I, I, think it's, I think they're blowing it out of proportion. I think, yeah, if, if, I would not give that to my 10-year-old, if I had a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. someday I will. Um, I would not give that to somebody maybe under twelve or thirteen necessarily. Yeah, personally, and I, I, I personally feel like as like a dad, there's no age bracket on there. Right now, I'm curious. Yeah, the big thing that if you've been reading comic books recently, they they've gone a dark path. They have the la- the last controversy, especially DC. Yeah, DC has been yeah. taking a darker turn. Like we recently had um, the Joker's coming out of hell. Batman's possessed by a demon and he's naked. That was the last controversy we had. Right. Yeah. Um, We've also had things like the marriage was a big controversy that yep. happened, another Tom King moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of dark moments. People dying, Nightwing getting shot in the head, yeah. Yeah. and then becoming an amnesiac. That story to me doesn't strike it as odd, but I could see... I mean, Gary, you don't read comics like don't. in general unless I right. hand you a book and say, right. read this one for work. Right. You don't go out of your way to read them. Mm-hmm. No. If you had picked this up and read that, what would you have thought? Uh, nothing. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought about that? <laughs> Honestly, no. I would have thought, well, that was weird. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought anything past that. One, because I'm not super familiar with what is already in comics. Mm-hmm. So I would have thought, well, this is probably just par for the course. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought really anything of it. I would have definitely, like I said before, maybe not have, I would not give it to a child. Right. right. But I, I wouldn't necessarily bar like a kid in middle school reading it. Um, they see way worse mm-hmm. in, in their own TV shows and movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think... I, I think it's it's a controversy that's definitely being blown out of proportion. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Is, is it the is it the PC culture going uh, overreacting? I, th- as I think it is. Yeah. I think something they could have done was simply put it as maybe the second story. Because yes, for, if you are potentially giving this to your younger child, and the very first page Wait, is, is her this getting the first shot- issue. No, seven. this is seven. Seven. Oh well, yeah. Okay. But like, if the very first page is. Lois getting shot. Which is what it is, yeah. It, it is the very first page. Um, I mean, maybe, but honestly, when I read this story, the weirdest thing that I thought was, why is Superman on this planet waiting in line? <laughs> yeah, I thought that. That, that was my right. only... Yeah. He's, he's, in like, the story, yeah. he's sitting on a planet in like an auditorium of people waiting for phone calls. It's like he's waiting right. at the DMV. Yeah. yeah. He even says yeah. at one point that he's frustrated because they're not helping him. Yeah. And he makes a comment like, I'll oh, just destroy the planet or something. I, I'm just, I just need her to call me. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And that was my thought too. I'm like, can't you move like super fast? Yeah. Like, why are you here? <laughs> I, I just think it's getting blown out of proportion because... This this is very light for comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's just yeah. short things. That first one is the only one in here that I remember that like actually shows 
some stuff. All the other ones, they're not even like... It's implied violence. It's implied violence or it's yeah. very like unfocused where right. it just doesn't look it. But I, from what I was seeing of people going, oh, it's... They're showing nothing but torture of Lois Lane and Calling stuff like that. Calling it a I'm snuff like, film is yeah, like, 12 exactly. pages of torture that's for Lois Lane, a killer. Ex- that's extreme. Yeah, like, that's what do you extreme. know? Have they ever read a manga? <laughs> do they know right. what a like, snuff film is? It, right. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> I've seen 88mm. I know what a snuff film is. 8mm. I don't know what 8mm. 8mm. Yeah, it was 8mm. It's Nicolas yeah. Cage. There's like a snuff film floating around. Oh. Yeah, he's trying to track it down. Somebody yeah. died in it or something? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a crime. Yeah. He's investigating a crime. Yeah, I think, because it's clearly even not, it's not violence for the sake of violence. It's like what we were saying. It's humanizing him of, this is what a superhero would worry about because it's, exactly like, if we were sitting here and worrying about stuff, we wouldn't be going, man, I'm scared the Joker's going to show up and explode (laughs) my, like, this is, these are things that make you go, wow, a superhero, when they're away from their family, are Thinking yeah. of these things. And Absolutely. this is just him waiting at a DMV. Imagine if Superman was off fighting on the other side of space. He's still got or these worries. Literally it's a, trapped somewhere. Um, Will yeah. Blitzing from yeah. our Twitch chat states, I don't, th- I don't think this is PC culture. It's more outrage culture and headline news readers spreading the word without reading it. I can yeah. see that totally. Because oh, we've seen that happen yeah. before in comic book news where no one's reading the books, but they're spreading this... Yeah. They see Outrage. they see the article title and they whatever that article title is they go oh yeah they said someone she's getting they tortured yes. she's getting tortured snuff belt like they immediately yeah. think they know everything about it mm-hmm. yeah because they, you see one headline I mean it reminds me of the episode we did, we we pretty much canceled out of because it went in a bad way yeah but it felt like the the reason that episode didn't go live was we at first it was funny but it was a top fifteen inappropriate things in Batman mm-hmm. yeah and at the first it was funny but we quickly realized the guy who wrote the list didn't read the books no he went off of all of the headline and topical discussions on them you could tell he hadn't read any of the books and that's why the discussion didn't turn out to be fun it was more like Mm -hmm. what he felt about the author yeah what he felt about the author of one of the books and things like that yeah and i feel like this is very similar to that yeah where like you hear torture oh snuff film Mm -hmm. it's a snuff film about lois lane (sighs) yeah yeah plus the 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 funny thing that i find about the well i give it to my kids and stuff so you can't open the first page well, that's like, that's I'm a part. Okay, that's you, that's a part of it. I mean, you got to define kids. Kids yeah. is, is a wide range. I'm trying to see if there's anything on the cover. You also have to realize that DC makes more child-friendly versions of Superman, right? Mm-hmm. So give your kids that version. Find that line of comics mm-hmm. that has the more child-friendly, like WB Warner Brothers Morning Cartoon version of Superman. Give them that. That was one of the arguments, you know? though, that I saw was that because. Uh, Walmart, like, I think only sells this one of DC. Like, there are other versions that, but it's still, it's kind of like then the... go to a comic book store. Yeah. For the record, or, or for the record, uh, if anybody's wondering what these are, because we've yet to actually read one of these Walmart books and told yeah, us. We, yeah, we never... Um, this is an anthology issue, and every other page is an ad for more DC books. Heroes in Crisis. Um, so Which the, is a bunch of people dying. Yeah. Uh, so this this is a giant advertisement for DC books. Uh, yeah. Superman and Batman, the Jeff Loeb run, which we're going to be covering on the channel eventually. Uh, Isn't it essentially a Reader's Digest? Kind of, yeah. Superman Rebirth, they're promoting that. And Super Sons, actually promoting Super Sons. And if it is promoting these other things, you can't... You can't censor something and say, go read this over here, and then they go over there and they're like, I didn't expect this, because it was censored in this, and... 
Mm. Yeah, and they're promoting it's... all the annuals, and then they, they promote Comic Shop Locator. Yeah. This is a, this was a smart idea because overall, this was DC getting their names into Walmart. Yeah. And the you could go, oh wow, which, I like comics. By the way, I just learned recently is legitimately the biggest company in the world. Walmart? Yeah, they're bigger than Amazon right now. Oh, yeah. yeah well, and that's the what I'm saying. They the went world. to the yeah. biggest company. Yeah. And this is on a shelf at a Walmart. I don't know what, yeah. where Houston got this because I sent Houston to go get it. Yeah. I was doing some nautica this morning. <laughs> okay, this is the thing that I think is interesting. People just assume that because you're selling it at Walmart, it must be family friendly. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movies they're selling at Walmart? Okay, yeah. that was I my mean, next point. You know, The next point is that yeah. because this is at Walmart, do you feel that that story should not have been there? No. No. No, I actually kind of I kind of agree at that point. I do. I feel that yes. Uh, I feel that at this Walmart? story is weird in a Walmart book. I I don't think so because I mean, now maybe not putting some sort of notice on the front or mm-hmm. some sort of like age restriction or something. I don't know. PG thirteen recommended something. something yes, like that. Okay. that is strange to me. But just selling it at Walmart in general, nah. I don't I don't think I, I have a problem with that. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like there's so many stories they could pull from. You could still yeah. keep the edgy. I well, feel sure. But, but you could also say that about movies. I mean, yeah. that does borderline on like censorship. But movies yeah. have the age restrictions on them. They do, and that should G, too. PG, PG, and I think, and I think those. Yeah. Should so you too. think this is yes. fine if it's, yes. if it had a big label that said you know mature content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or I just, used to when I was a kid, I, young adult readers on parental yes. advisory. Yes, I used to buy uh, magazines like even some video game magazines that were in like a plastic sleeve and mm-hmm. said that there was like an age restriction on it. Yeah, yeah. and I my. Parents would buy it for me, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, just some sort of something that tells the parents and tells the consumer, mm-hmm. uh, this is not for your eight-year-old, you know, yeah. this is not for your six-year-old. I mean, DC is now making the Zoom line and the Wonder line, and the intention yeah. is for kids. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like they're going off the idea that you see the DC label and you assume... You assume mm-hmm. it's for kids. You assume... You know, well, yeah. I think they're going off of like, well, you assume you know the age on this. No, but no, most people don't. No, comic books most are such a weird... Mar- a yeah, lot of people are into they have comic- a rating system yeah. No, they don't. And the problem is a lot of people who are into comics don't realize how small of a niche comic books actually are. Right. Yeah. Since the 90s, they've never hit those big numbers again. Yep. Because in my argument, the reason why they haven't has nothing to do with uh, you know, Marvel trying new superheroes or car- heroes being yeah. killed off. It's entirely because of the culture we live in today. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it's officially called, but I refer to it as the entertainment culture. Because we're in a day and age mm-hmm. where I, I, I look over there as a PlayStation. I got a comic books in my hand. I have action figures and toys right here. There's like 9,000 programs on my computer to go do. I have 1,000 app games on here. And at the same time, I can still go see movies, go climbing. Mm-hmm. and on your, Yeah, I mean, on your smartphone. We're in a day and age yeah. where comics are just print. Book yeah. sales are down. Yeah. Comics are down. Because why are you going to run out and buy a piece of entertainment for $4? Yeah. This is a crazy deal, 100 pages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Normally, they're 21 pages for $3.99. I can read that in 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. But for yeah. $15, I get a two-hour movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Comics have not worked well with the current entertainment industry. No. And that is why I feel comic sales are down. It has nothing to do with comic shops and things like that. It's because right. nobody wants to read comics that anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to hear them on Comic Story. And they want to watch them in a video. They mm-hmm. want to watch them on a movie. They want to watch the animated series. That's what they want to do. Yep. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's why the wikis do so. That's why DC has a wiki where they tell you everything that happened in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, in terms of Mini the, rant. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the it being sold at Walmart, I feel like if it was a Superman story that was made for Walmart, yeah. that would be a different situation. Yes. Like if, yeah. if it wasn't a preview of what DC actually does, I would say, like if they were like, this is our Superman story that only goes to Walmart, 
And it is its own inclusive by itself story. It then is. I would be like, it is. But this is to promote the rest of their stuff, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you I mean, feel you're like. You're talking like minus the promotions, minus the. Like the, if this issue just came out as Superman Walmart exclusive and there's nothing. Exactly. There. Right. If it was a, like we were just saying, a 21 page story yeah. for $4 that was Superman that was made for just Walmart. Yep. I might say something different. But if it's one that almost every other or every other other page is them going, come read our stuff, come read our stuff. Yeah, you need and that's to keep... what it is. Like every three pages is an ad. Exactly. Yep. You kind of need to keep a little bit true to what's going on. It's got a Connor Kent Superboy story in here too. Which is an odd choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's promote a character Spoiler. that Spoiler. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's promote a character that's not really around anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I... Where is the comic located in the store? That's my... Where was uh, it? They, I asked the chat. The chat's saying it's by the Magic Cards. That's appropriate. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. It's, up it's, like, it's, it's up front. It's up front. So the, it's if, near if you the ha- audience if, that yeah. would enjoy If you haven't that. been to Walmart yeah. in a while, Walmart has a series of... I go to Walmart. It's down the street. Um, mm-hmm. There's a series of... It's where the cash registers are. Yeah. There is an aisle between all of them, which is like impulse buy stuff. And I yeah. know Dan yes. knows where it is. Because they'll have the I magic cards. Buy stuff. Yeah, they'll have the Pokemon yeah, cards. Okay. Yep. They'll yep. have like the Final Fantasy cards. They'll yep. have some random toys and sometimes comics, I guess. Because and that makes sense where it would go there. Yeah. I thought it might be in that weird book section that they always have between yeah. registers. Um, but I guess it's over by the cards. Which, for okay. the record, Which, I'm pretty sure they have romance novels in that area. They so do. If you what, assume that's, that's what that I'm saying. Yeah, everything they, in Walmart has to be family friendly. Every book they carry is over uh-huh. there. Yeah. The appropriate and non-appropriate. Now, if they were trying to sell it in like the children's toys section, yes, you'd have a problem. That would be, but a that's very not where they're trying to sell it. You know, they're it's basically the magazine rack from the yeah, things. exactly. And actually, now that I think it's about not it, too it, far from like Cosmopolitan or yeah, whatever. if it's yeah. if it's over there with Cosmopolitan or all these yeah. magazines yeah. and with the magic cards and stuff like that, it makes sense the way it looks because it's it actually is like a magazine built. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly. got a magazine binding. Yep. It's got a mag. The cover feels. Much yep. higher quality than our standard comic. And why do you go to Walmart? Pages to very simple pages. You go to Walmart for you know, the most bang for your buck. So you're going to see, yeah. oh, there's so many comics in here for what? Four or five dollars? But three, yeah. four ninety nine, a hundred pages. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, where they're selling it, and yeah, it's fine. I think ultimately you don't have to agree with the content because yeah, I don't want to see Lois Lane dying for twelve pages. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you don't have to agree with it to recognize that they have the right to print it. Mm-hmm. They put it in the right section. You know, that DC is, in general, a much more mature comic book line. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not, for a business, they're not necessarily, I mean, they're not, what what am I trying to say here? They're They're not in the wrong. They're not in the wrong as a business. Yeah. Yeah, at all. And you don't have to like what's in it to recognize their right to print it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom of I mean, I'm, I, I... I, I still kind of disagree with this being in Walmart, but I see why it's in Walmart, yeah. that particular story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of my opinion on that or your opinion on it being right. fine in Walmart, I do feel that this is a larger issue with parents not even taking five minutes to look at the front page. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. thinking as well, because it is a very easy to brush through, especially when yes. it's literally page one. But it's yep. kind of the same argument of when we worked at GameStop and parents would come in buy Call of Duty for their kid, go home, come back and be like, how dare you sell this to yeah. my child? And it, it's like, it's, yeah. do, you, yeah. do you not look into things? Yeah, no, they're, they're not screening their children's entertainment. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, yeah. being page one and then complaining that they, you're not going to read this with your kids. That would be like, and some parents do this, they let their kids just play on YouTube all day yeah. without any kind of supervision. 
That is a terrible idea. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> you know what happens when I go on YouTube unsupervised? Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> Even the, yeah, so. Dan has you, an age restriction on my YouTube account. <laughs> right. I mean, until my daughter is well into her teens and can prove has proven she's trusted, I, there's going to be some kind of screening mm-hmm. of, at, to some degree. Of yeah. what that right now it's extreme screening. Like we we make sure she's we're careful with everything she's taking in. And you kinda ease up a little bit as they get older, mm-hmm. but ultimately you until your kids are out of your house, you're concerned with what they're watching and doing. You've gotta understand that you're the one that needs to screen. Businesses yes. should not be the ones screening yeah. Yeah. and giving to Exactly. Yeah. They are not responsible for your kid. Yeah. And I I, I wanna kinda end this topic here. Yeah. Okay. But also this is kind of a dark looking cover. It is. Yeah. Very dark tones. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the cover itself does just show Superman flying with Willow Sane, but his eyes are blacked out. He's very shadowed. Yep. It's very much, it doesn't look like a family friendly approach. It's not a happy cover. DC no. is known for being the darker of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, so. I mean, if you look at it, even the, the one in the corner here, they, dark. They oh. all look very dark. All the head, the portraits on the top look dark. Yeah. I mean, the overall presentation is that this is a darker comic book. Yeah. So, all right. Well, overall, Gary, would you read this with your daughter? No. <laughs> She's two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and when she was 10? Yeah. No. No? No. Maybe like middle school. Okay. If she can hit middle school. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Dan, would you read it read with it your kid? Honestly, I would rather read it with a kid, uh, with my kid than have them read it alone. Because at least you different. can then go, let yeah. me put this in perspective. Yeah, that's of, different. Yeah. As opposed to going, here's the story. I didn't look at it. I'm going to let you read it and then tell yep. me, I can't believe you let me read this, Dad. They wouldn't <laughs> say that. No, they wouldn't. I, I they just realized... Um, they would I'm, just... Ask the last time that. they had a big controversy in a comic book, it sold out everywhere, and, yeah. got, and then it got pulled off the shelves and went up to $1,000, and I'm sitting here with what could potentially be another $1,000 book being like, yeah, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's, it's all a uh, conspiracy that DC started these controversies to try and get people to go buy their comic books. I, well, I was I, there. I don't think this one was an intended one, mm-hmm. but I have started to wonder about DC's controversies. Batman get, Damned. Batman Damned. Yep. They're coming up like a, pretty much every two months at this point. Yep. Something that is hitting major news outlet headlines. Because think about it. Catwoman Wedding, mm-hmm. major news headlines. Mm-hmm. Batman Damned, major news headlines. Brian Michael Bendis, major news headlines. They're all not bad controversies, Mm -hmm. but I'm starting to wonder if this is kind of playing by the marketing team because DC keeps getting mentioned quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. And they're definitely not not for their movies. (laughs) That may be it. Like, we need to redeem our. We need to get our name. We need to get attention. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's our comics experiment discussion of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you yeah. liked Gary, and you, if you just want to take off, I appreciate you watching this mm-hmm. rather short episode of Thank the you. thing. But before we can move on to our conspiracy cast, which is what we're going we're to give you guys a conspiracy cast mini. The three of us are going to be discussing Area 51, and I'll explain more about that in a second. Because with conspiracies comes portals as a portal opens and ads spew forth.
At this point, you guys know that I'm an avid user of 4HIMS. 4HIMS is a great product to allow you to keep your hair, have healthy looking skin, and be sexually well at all times. It really does improve your lifestyle overall by giving you ways to just look and feel better. Most of you guys have been here for quite a while, but if you haven't used 4HIMS yet and you're enjoying the Rob and Benny experiment, then check it out because you get a free trial month of 4HIMS for just $5 today right now while supplies last. You can check their website for full details, but this would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. Go to 4hims.com slash Rob and Benny. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Rob and Benny. R-O-B-A-N-D-B-E-N-N-Y. 4hims.com slash Rob and Benny. It's definitely something that I recommend because as I've said with many other products, coming out of the military, I did not know how to take care of myself from a visual perspective. Sure, I know how to work out and sure, I know how to go and buy clothing and stuff like that, but how do you take care of your hair, your skin, and keep yourself very fit with the sexual wellness department? That is 4hims, guys. And Rob and I both recommend it to you. Portal closed. Ow, I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, guys. Um, so, like I was saying earlier, uh, we knew the topic would be a little bit shorter than usual. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So, what we thought would be fun is to promote our Conspiracy Cast podcast. It's entirely our own little promotion as a part of today's show. And we're going to be discussing Area 51. Now, the way that this show typically works is it gets filmed on twitch.tv slash monster every Monday at about 2 p.m. Eastern. It then gets uploaded to our Patreon it's supposed to be relatively soon after that, but I'm not tracking the release schedule anymore, so I don't know. Should be It hits the Patreon within that week, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, it goes live to my personal channel where we upload three beers and a topic, conspiracy cast, random things around the office, stuff like that. It all gets uploaded over there. I'll link that down below as, along with the Twitch and the Patreon. But now you're probably wondering, Benny, what are you going to give us? Well... Every week, me, Gary, and Dan sit down and we discuss conspiracies. And we try mm -hmm. to decide if we believe them or don't believe them or how could people believe them. Yes. Um, Dan and I normally don't know the topic. Gary does all the research and Gary yep. kind of becomes our host. So Gary, Area 51. Yes. We are going to crack open, or at least the outer layer, like a beautiful onion, of uh, <laughs> the probably what is the single most... Uh, world famous conspiracy theory, mm -hmm. and that is that Area 51 is a location. Are you sure Bermuda Triangle's not? Because that was the episode That's we just big. filmed. That's pretty big. It's <laughs> literally big and figuratively big. Uh, <laughs> Area 51, I would argue, is is probably the most famous conspiracy theory. Yeah. Period. I, I'll agree. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with uh, that. Area 51 is huge. Area 51 is huge, uh, and a Area 51 is known for what? Aliens. Aliens. What uh, else? A great luncheon. A great <laughs> yes. The Area Fifty One. Welcome to the Area Fifty One luncheon. Uh, just in case you made it past our guards and weren't shot on sight, uh, we offer a great. Buffet. He took aliens. Yes. What was I getting? Yeah. We, reverse engineering. I mean, all the kinds cafeteria of things. food I hear is great. Yeah, yeah. They're Ugh. yeah. They're. Uh, that was, I don't even know why I thought. They're I'm beignet, not even hungry. Yeah, their beignets are amazing. Okay. So Area Fifty One. Uh, all, all of this is coming from LiveScience.com, by the way. And in this show, we actually t try to take an objective viewpoint on everything. Mm -hmm. So I look at proof for something, proof against it. I try to avoid confirmation bias, unless it's aliens. Uh, <laughs> um, but in this case, uh, yeah, all of this is from LiveScience.com. And this is essentially an overview of what Area 51 is, what people are claiming about it, and a brief history. All right, so really fast. I'm going to try to make this fast for you guys. 
Uh, what's in a name? What's going on? Area 51 is just the sort of bureaucratic military jargon that sounds like the basis for a vast conspiracy. Yes, it does. Uh, where, after all... Uh, where, after all, are areas 1 through 50? In fact, the name comes from designations on Nevada test site maps from the 1950s. Area 51 is part of the Nevada test site, uh, now known as the Nevada National Security Site, a remote area of desert uh, 65 miles, 105 kilometers north of Las Vegas. It was the Nevada test site that hosted hundreds of nuclear weapons uh, tests starting in the 1950s, and almost 100 of which were above ground. Actual nuclear tests apparently aren't scary enough. Uh, Area 51's major claim to fame is an uh, alleged extraterrestrial technology research site. It all started in July 1947 when the Roswell Daily Records front page headline screamed, RAF, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. That was the headline of the newspaper. The U.S. military claimed the unidentified crash, uh, crashing object was just a weather balloon. Conspiracy theorists insisted it was an alien spacecraft, because that's the most logical conclusion. <laughs> Weather uh, balloon? No. Aliens. Aliens. Which was... Wait, hold on. I got this. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Which, as we all know, of course... Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, the U.S. military claimed the uh, uh, weather balloon, blah, blah, blah. They... Uh, Conspiracy theorists insisted it was an alien spacecraft, which was then taken from the Roswell Ranch property to Area 51 for reverse engineering. So both of you got... Well, actually, I gave you that one. You're welcome. Uh, uh, and perhaps there so was a... So lunches are not what they're known yeah, for. No. And perhaps there was a large-eyed alien gray, quote-unquote gray, inside. In September 1994, the Air Force released a report with a fuller story. The wreckage was indeed a balloon, but not an ordinary... <laughs> takes them that long to say it was a balloon uh but not an ordinary weather balloon instead it was an atomic monitoring balloon meant to detect far off nuclear testing blasts oh so that is the crux of the entirety if you could summarize okay. the area 51 conspiracy in so two paragraphs that's it so hold on real that's... quick because a lot of newer viewers who are watching the comics experiment don't yeah. know what this is sure um you're just touching on the a classic area 51 yes. conspiracy mm -hmm. yes a lot of times with a larger topic guys we'll we'll do multiple episodes on it yes but mm -hmm. for the sake of today's shorter bit we're yep. just talking about the core the area core. 51 weather balloon yep. roswell crash yes correct okay and uh, i'm gonna go a little more into why people try to claim that it was actually aliens and that we're now re or we've been reverse engineering mm -hmm. since the 1950s and and so on uh this actually i did not know until i did this research that uh the ufo claims or the alien claims uh that reached the wider population uh did not come until much later until the 1980s uh so despite the headline making balloon yeah uh, that's so weird yeah, yeah the I headline it was like right as immediately it yeah that was those were very small uh, groups of conspiracy theorists and stuff. It was not mm -hmm. within pop culture okay. at the time. Uh, despite the headline-making balloon crash in 1947, Area 51 didn't really get its extraterrestrial reputation until the late 1980s, when a man named Robert Lazar told a Las Vegas television station that he worked at a mysterious site called S4 near Area 51 to reverse engineer crashed flying saucers. Apparently this was his job. This caused quite a stir, but Lazar was later found to have fabricated his employment not only on the base, but his entire background. He claims to have graduated from MIT and Caltech, but actually went to neither, and he also claims to have worked for Los Alamos National Laboratory, which also turned out to be false. 
So he's got great credibility. Yeah, great seriously. Credibility. <laughs> All they yeah. do is lie. But here, trust me. Seriously, I know what I'm talking right. about. I, yeah. Aliens! <laughs> what is Area 51 really for? The Nevada Test and Training Range is used to train aircraft crews in combat scenarios and for the for live munitions training. According to the Air Force, as well as operational testing in the past, the site has been used to test and develop new helicopters, airplanes, unmanned drones, and other top-secret military technologies. One of these was the famous U-2 spy plane, an ultra-high-altitude aircraft used for reconnaissance. This plane's very first flight took place at Area 51 officially known as Groom Lake, in August 1955. Okay. So we've, in a few paragraphs, we've covered where Area 51 is, why it's called what it is, mm-hmm. what the conspiracy theory is, that it was didn't blow up until the 1980s, and it was debunked, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and that the U.S. military has been very open and, and, and has confirmed that they, yes, we test top-secret Airplane technology yeah. here. Mm-hmm. We test fighter jets. We test, you know, uh, stealth bombers. We test these things here. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere. We've tested nuclear bombs here. This is a test site where we try new things. Which honestly kind of explains why they would delay saying it's a balloon. Yeah. For the sake of if they don't know what it is and they test a lot of stuff here, they don't want to reveal, oh, some other people were able to get something in here and record our tests. Right. That like we don't want to expose that security right. vulnerability. So. Right, right, exactly. And and from what I was reading, what they'd recovered was it was a, a nuclear balloon. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was designed to detect certain uh, technologies, and it, this was American technology that had crashed, unfortunately. But at the time, it was it was top of the line technology, top secret, and you're not going to tell the public. It's not a UFO. Let them believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would if I worked yeah. in the, if I was responsible for this kind of technology, I'd let them go on. Yeah, have your conspiracy theories. Say that we're lying. Like, say it's a UFO. Mm-hmm. Do your thing because that's going to distract them for yeah. a long time. Distracts them, steers um, them in a different direction. Let them, yeah, mm-hmm. let them do it. And then by the time the technology is no longer viable or useful, we'll just tell them what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's not usable. We can't use it anymore. Do you, you have the theory in there? Uh, not theory, but one thing I've always thought about the whole Roswell yeah. link to Area 51. If you mm-hmm. if you know anything about Roswell, they seem to be very much on the whole alien bandwagon. They, yeah. they want everyone to believe that there was an alien there because it sells tourism and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, what yeah. if that is a part of it? Roswell is a town in the middle of nowhere. Hey, we got this thing that could potentially be. Is that, that in there? Yep. Tourist yeah. trap. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's I absolutely mean, it's, a tourist trap. Yep. It's the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, yeah. Civilians can drive up to the front and back gates of Area 51, but don't try to get in. Trespassing can result in an arrest and up to $1,000 fine and six months in prison, or both. Uh, And the area has uh, bold red signs around the base perimeter to make it very clear. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is a huge tourist area. I, I, I watched a video when Pokemon Go first came out. And they were like, what Pokemon are at Area 51? And he mm-hmm. drove up to the sign and he was trying to catch Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he got nothing out there. So yeah. that was the plan. He's like, yeah, it's oh, blank gosh. all the way around. Okay. <laughs> so this is also interesting. The, our military did recover top secret aircraft at Area 51. Uh, there may be no good evidence that the military captured these studied UFOs at Area 51, but the files declassified in 2013 revealed that the U.S. did test secretly obtained Soviet MIG fighters during the Cold War of the 1970s and 1980s. These secretive projects uh, were dubbed uh, Have Donut, Have Drill, Have Ferry. I don't know why they're dubbed that, but that's what they were dubbed. So they did capture Hmm. enemy tech. They did capture enemy aircraft. Yeah. 
Um, and then I actually found this. Okay, so I'm going to go on to one more thing. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So during this time, during the 1950s and 1960s, the government did spend $22 million on uh, a program called um, Advanced Aviation Identification Program. This was for, en- for detecting and capturing enemy vessels, mm-hmm. as well as potentially UFOs, yeah. extraterrestrial threats. Uh, there was a time, and even now, where our government has taken the, the possible existence of, of aliens very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, have, um, they actually have like emergency protocols for first contact, for all of these kinds of things. So the government is ready for first contact. The government is ready for aliens. Mm. Um, but as far as we know, they have not, not legitimately made contact yet. Maybe Space yeah. Force will do it. Space Force! Oh <laughs> okay, I actually found this was really interesting. You know they're making a show based on that? Space Force? Yeah. I believe it. It stars... Uh, I mean, you can't not. That's no, they the, are. the it's, best uh, name ever. Steve Carell. Oh, of course. Of course. Steve Carell is course. a part of the Space Force. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, so during the 2016 race to secure the Democratic nomination for president, candidate Hillary Clinton said she'd like to make more files about Area 51 public. She said, and we quote... I would like to. I would like us to go into those files and hopefully make as much of that public as possible. Um, if there's nothing there, let's tell people there's nothing there. End quote. Clinton told Jimmy Kimmel on Jimmy Kimmel Live in August of that year. Clinton told Kimmel that her husband Bill Clinton is that her husband um, <laughs> uh, had looked for information on government knowledge of extraterrestrials during his pres- presidency and had come up with nothing. Well, oh, he of found it she's all. gonna say it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jimmy, so. Jimmy, you ain't gonna believe this. The government's been lying. My husband found it all in the deep dark depths. And of the that's when it goes black. <laughs> Secret Service comes in. They no, he her. found nothing, Jimmy. She's got like a line right where a lobotomy would have happened. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Area Fifty One. The reason I kept this so short and talked so fast mm. because there is so much on this topic. It is one of the world's most popular conspiracy theories. And I am a person. I firmly believe there are extraterrestrials out there somewhere. I firmly believe that the universe is too big it is. for us to be the only... Like, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Regardless, exactly. of, regardless of your belief of religion, yes. where, yep. where God yep. brought us into existence, yep. your belief of evolution, or your belief of just two bacterias conveniently working, yes. mm-hmm. th- regardless of any of that... Yes. The, the universe is too big for us to be it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Especially with all that stuff that's going on on the moon, on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. And we got Nazis in the hollow earth that are working with the lizard people that are connected to the people on Mars. Oh, keep rolling with it, Ben. Uh, I mean... And uh, in the crystal pyramid of the Bermuda Triangle. And the crystal pyramid course. in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. For the record, guys... Everything I just mentioned are things that we have discussed on Conspiracy Cast. Yeah. You can find all of that over on my private channel if you want to get a taste for it. And if you want to early, go support us over at patreon.com slash comicstorian. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So. Aliens exist. Have they been to Area 51? Probably not. I don't think it was Area that's, 51. That's, I, think, I, think it's that, I think they just let it roll with it. Yes, mm-hmm. Roswell's exactly. making it a tourist trap because yep. they need tourism. Yep. yep. And stuff exactly. like that. Plus, yeah. it would make perfect sense for them to want to cover up during the Cold War in an area where they've tested nuclear yeah, bombs yeah. whether Their or not single most advanced pieces of Russia technology. Yeah, exactly. can actually carry them yeah. and if they can this is the best place to do it because yep. it's already yeah, yeah, exactly. prepared for that. Yep. And of yep. course you don't want people knowing because then they would know yeah. and they would it, it's it's like saying strategy uh, did you guys know that the United States government or any world government has secrets? Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, what? They do? <laughs> yeah, they're prepping prepping for possible inevitabilities. Yes. Um, we do have to go through the technology, the, the theory though. Mm-hmm. This is yes. going to be a whole episode in itself, I can tell you now. But that Eventually. Area 51's technology, we have reverse engineered, which has given us modern day computers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know that that's, yeah. that was in there. It was. And we can touch on that, you know, proof. Steve that Jobs supposedly found it all. It's interesting. Apparently, Star Trek Voyager is did he an a episode gray? on that as well. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They went through, that show went through everything. Um, yeah, so that's that's one major theory is that the government has actually been reverse engineering these things the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that it's leaked out to the rest of the world and and yeah. So <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, there you go. That is a comics experiment mixed with a little bit of our conspiracy cast. If you do like conspiracy cast, make sure you check it out live on Mondays at twitch.tv slash monster 2 p.m. Eastern, or you go to our patreon.com slash comic story page, where you can also get comics experiment nice and early, or you go wait two extra weeks and see it on my private channel. Today's episode is also brought to you by 4hems.com for your wonderful hair, your beautiful skin, and your sexual wellness. I had to do that weird thrust in the chair to make it work. Do it every time. Sexual wellness. (laughs) Makes Gary uncomfortable because he's always watching me from that side. It's true. It's true. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, uh, we'll be back here next week with another episode of Comics Experiment and another topic, be it something topical or another list. We'll probably try again with our 15 most inappropriate things for Batman, and maybe we'll just look up the 10 worst stories of Batman, Dan. Or make our own. Oh, our worst stories for Batman ever. That's good. But I like Batman. Can we do superhero I don't like? Who do you not like? X-Men. See you next time.